Hi everyone. Welcome to the Cannot Make It podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the subject of tutoring, right? Whether you should be banned in Singapore or not. I'm one of your hosts, Prem John. I'm an actor and comedian based in Singapore. Uh, but before we get into the meat and bones of it, I'd like to hand you over to my co-host to introduce himself. Over to you, Akmal. Hey, everybody. My name is Akmal for Cannot Make It Podcast. Uh, well, today we're talking about tutoring, which I have uh, zero experience in. But we'll, we'll discuss what I feel about it. Uh, together. Over to Eugene. Hi, everybody. My name is Eugene. Uh, yeah, we, we, we are going to talk about tutoring. Um, I personally, as a Chinese person, have uh, received somehow escaped all forms of tutoring because my family was pretty poor um and yeah i think i was i was quite smart at uh you know in primary school so i never really had tutoring uh, but accordingly china has shut down because they think that it's unfair i don't see how it's unfair to be honest cool thank you eugene for letting us know that you did well in primary school when nobody asked you the question but you i know. had to put it in <laughs> i had to you guys have to know my stand yeah it was a given man it's a given right understood right and then after it was all downhill yeah so you know, like so like eugene mentioned so what what preempted what prompted us to talk about this um big news earlier this year in china china of all places has banned tutoring private tutoring as a business, as an industry, as you know, as as anything for the entire population. So, what used to be almost mandatory requirement for all the children, every single child in China, to get this after-school supplementary tutoring doesn't exist anymore. It's it was it was quite a mind-blowing, shocking thing, right? And but you sort of understand why they did it, and we're going to do that in a short bit. Uh, and talk about whether this is good or bad for Singapore. Singapore should go down a similar path. But before you do that, maybe get a bit of context around our respective experiences with tutoring. Uh, Akmal, you know what's what's been your experience with tutoring in your in your in your past, and also do you do it for your children as well? Well, uh, I think my parents tried to get me into a tutor like tuition center, but uh, I ended up not going, and they wasted their money. So I, I would go out. Right, and I'm supposed to go to the class, and then uh, I see my friends, uh, they're playing football downstairs. Fuck this shit! I just play football like, and then like nine o'clock. So I got away for for a few times. <laughs> and after that, like they just like I can fucking see you at the void deck, you know. <laughs> I'm wasting my money here. Then, you know, things go back to normal. I just go to school, and uh, they try a few times, you know, because my results weren't the best, right? Uh, and. and my I parents feel like you are overestimating not the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the very no, fact that... it was that an understatement, he, okay? You know, I can't, like, tell The very fact that he everyone. skipped tuition to play soccer at, under his void deck where his parents could look out the window and see him. Says a lot. Should, should tell not you that. <laughs> no, not very good strategy. <laughs> not very smart strategy, lah. So, yeah. yeah, you know, then uh, they figured out that Okay, how did you know I was flunking school and also because every meet the parent session, right, they insisted to come, you know. I had friends that like, what? Uh, their parents didn't even come. There's nothing special. Every meet the parent session, I get fucked from my parent, like from my teachers and then I go home, I get another fucking session. And then that's like the, the whole holidays down the drain again, you know. I can't do certain things. They'll, they'll be like, 
punishment and shit lah. But do you actually then, manage to make it to tuition ultimately? No. 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 They, they just like, fuck, <laughs> abandoned the plan, bro. Yeah. That's how bad it was. They, they so were just I, like, you know what, tuition is the third step. We have to go get through first and second step. But first, you gotta appear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you need to get a tuition teacher for your tuition, right? You needed to like, how do how do I go for tuition? But <laughs> may, may I ask what subjects you got tuition for? Or your parents math, attempted? Math, math, definitely math. Math, huh? okay. Yeah. Uh, English was fine. I don't know why. English was the better subject. Malay was no problem. I mean, my mom was a Malay uh, literature kind of person. So if I failed Malay, it was really, really bad. You know, shame to the family and extended ancestors and all that. Yeah. Right. Uh, then, so so my maths was bad. I, mm. I remember that. Okay, they realized that. Okay, uh, the Akmal can attend a class. So let's go for personal, private tuition, right? So they sent me over to this guy's house. Uh, I, I was I was eleven, I think eleven or ten years old. This guy was in. I think he finished his A levels. So he graduated, but he didn't. They didn't tell me right that he was he was disabled, right? And uh, that was something that surprised me and uh, threw me off. Like I couldn't concentrate. This guy was like on a wheelchair. Mm. He was teaching me math, and I was distracted the whole time. Wait, uh, was he like a student t- tutor or was he like a full on tuition teacher? Uh, I think he did part time. He wasn't, oh, right. yeah. So, but he was smart. I mean, he helped figure some shit out. But in, ultimately, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't carry out that that this uh, this plan was not for me, lah. Okay. Yeah. Eugene, what what's your experience with tuition? I mean, I didn't have tuition because I was smart. No, I was. <laughs> no, no, I, I I did I did um, I think my father basically he was sort of like a a hardcore twenty four seven always working just to get the money kind of person. So he was like full time working, uh, and he, but he was part time working as a tuition teacher also. So he t- technically was my tuition teacher, mm. uh, which was the worst <laughs> possible. Just just I'll in case you guys it, yeah. have never <laughs> known it before, if your parents are just like, okay, either we get you a tuition teacher or I teach you, you just just go for the tuition teacher because <laughs> God, um, because they have the rights to beat you up yeah. <laughs> the moment you answer anything wrongly. And what subject did your father teach you? Uh, mother tongue mainly. So I I was acing everything, like oh, I genuinely yeah. had everything. Uh, at A's, but my mother tongue would be E and F's every single day. Um. So yeah, I think um, but I I did like I did try to put myself in the tuition when I was in a, I think when I was in secondary three, mm-hmm. because I felt that like um. Because I felt that like my 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 mathematics at the time weren't that strong, wasn't that strong, and so I had to go go through tuition classes and everything. Like that. I I actually kind of enjoyed it. Okay. Not gonna lie. And so so what subjects did you get tuition for in the end? Uh, it was mainly mathematics and um. Yeah, I think it was just mathematics at the point. Mathematics and, did it and help? then home did tuition. Did the tuition help? Uh, not really. To be fair, I I felt that the the tuition center I went to wasn't. It was those kind of like you know mass classes kind. You got like. 25 okay. to 30 people Got and it. the tuition center was just kind of like here here's another like 10 sets of homework do it don't do it doesn't matter i'm still getting paid you know the kind <laughs> so yeah clear got it okay mm. uh for me i i i received tuition i got my parents got tuition for me for second language tamil which was an epic failure um and math right um 
And I also worked as a tuition teacher for two years uh, during NS to, you know, make extra money here and there. Teaching my uh, warrant officers, kids. <laughs> because he and saw me like, you know, hey, you did well A-level, right? Can you come and teach my 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 two sons? They're useless, right? Anyway, um, for me, tuition was a, was a godsend, was a boon. Because I had a, an amazing tuition teacher, Ling Kei Xiong. I still remember his name. Uh, Chinese dude, math wizard, right? Sat me down, got, and I, it was only because of him. Uh, I think in, I think, was it one of my, it was a miracle almost, right? Because um, I, I think I shared in a previous episode how I was feeling everything. And then I told my parents, look, I need some help. I can do everything else, but math, I need some help. And this guy came in and within a month and a half, um, after my prelims to my O-levels, he turned, helped me turn an F9 to an A1. Uh, but it was it was him because he was a real math wizard and he he taught math in a way that school didn't, right? So it was great. And I also worked as a tuition teacher. Um sorry, I can't say I worked as a teacher. I, I did it as a part-time gig, right? Um, you know, and I can I so I can see see both sides. So 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 the topic here is this, right? That what we need a fundamental answer is this. Is tuition good or bad for Singapore? You know, and my point of view is it is terrible. It should be banned. We need to get rid of it. Nobody should have tuition in Singapore. Uh, everybody should receive more or less the same level of instruction. And if additional help is required, then your school should provide it somehow. But you shouldn't, rich people shouldn't be allowed to go and buy the very best, you know, brains in the, and pay the very best brains in the land to go and teach your kids and give them an added advantage. Because I feel it just helps increase the, the terrible gap there is already in the country I, what do you I guys would, think i would love to agree with you that like i think uh tuition should be banned and everything but the problem is that my girlfriend behind me right now uh owns a tuition center so i'm legally obliged <laughs> or at least mortally obliged to say that we should not ban it <laughs> yeah so please, guys, carry on ahead and uh, uh, let's so, not risk my life. <laughs> so wait, wait. So she, she owns a tuition center. Brilliant. Yeah, and she actually owns a tuition center. And uh, is it primary school, secondary school? What, what is it? Give, it give goes some color. from primary school all the way to JC. Damn. Yes. And oh. so does she think, does, does, is she worried that they might ban it? What, what, what does she think about the whole China banning? She, so uh, she's actually kind of not really worried about Singaporeans, like Singapore banning it. But I mean, mm. when she heard about China, that kind of thing, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I mean, China does what China wants, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. yeah. More demand for me, man. But okay, <laughs> but okay, I got to point this out though. Like, um, because I, I do I do see, because like, okay, most of the time what we see is that either we are the student or we see what a teacher does, right? Mm. Uh, but what, what I see uh, from her perspective is that like, we see a lot of parents that are overly zealous about what tuition can do. Yeah. In the sense like, uh, you know, in our perspective, uh, you know, we would put our children or like we would go to tuition if we think that like we are in app at a certain ab uh, subject, right? Whereas these parents are kind of like, you know, my son is, have, my son already has like 95 or 100 now. I want him to maintain, maintain that score. So I'm going to send him to tuition. It's kind of those ideology, right? Mm. And some of them, they start really, really young, like primary one and primary two. And yeah. to me, that that's kind of why like I disagree with tuition. Like I feel like you shouldn't have to start at primary one and primary two. Like you know, you barely even know how to wear your pants and tie your shoelaces. Why you, you know, during and it's during the school holidays. Mm. You know, they 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 are not allowed to like have fun. They're not allowed yeah. to like play or anything. 
they they're sent to like three week three three days of tuition per week. Yeah, that, I'm, I think yeah. So 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 let's 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 really talk about and let's think about what what tuition really means, right? And the cost it 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 exacts. Firstly, you're right. Time it robs kids. Like I think I had a cousin who had to go for tuition every day, mm. right? In primary school, every day after school, like she would come home and there'll be a tuition teacher waiting at home. So she she go to school. So come back like three or four o'clock. And then she has tuition from like about 4.30 all the way to like 8.30. Uh, she'll have, no, she'll have tuition, one tuition teacher come in, then she'll have dinner. And then another tuition teacher will come in till about nine, till about nine o'clock, right? And that's it. That's her life. And after that, she goes, she does homework for one, two hours, and then she goes to sleep, uh, right? And then that's mon- her life Monday to Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday, I remember that she had tuition in mornings, right? And then she had piano classes in the afternoon. And... Basically, no fun whatsoever. No play, nothing. And people um, are surprised that students commit suicide these days. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Prem, so, Prem, were you close with her? Because you seem to know um, her schedule. and Yeah, very close. Very close. Um, and did she, what, how did it turn out? Did she like studying? Did she like going to school? I, I, I think... I think they... I mean, I love my cousin very much. So I, can't, I don't want to say too much, unfortunately. But uh, they did pay a price for it. It wasn't just her. I mean, it was their sisters, right? They both paid a price for it. I think socially, they paid a price in their social development um, in terms of their ability to... So they're both highly introverted purple people, right? So I said purple. I don't know why I said purple. Both highly <laughs> okay. introverted people. And I don't know if that hot housing paid an effect on it, okay? Um so I like I, I believe that it did. I personally believe that it did, but they will they might disagree and it might be nature. Um but I no, it's not just that. Anecdotally, um, you know, I you can normally so many cases, right? And you're right. And I think the the issue is that you've got all these kids who are already doing well in school, right? And, and because they already have a lot of financial support and you know and 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 the very best resources, but they still send for tuition. Uh, already, all right. Just because. To, just because, right? It's like a fail safe. Whereas you've got the have-nots, uh, who are falling further, who will fall even further behind, right? Because they simply don't have access to that, right? Like my sister-in-law, she teaches, she she, she volunteers to give tuition free to some Mendaki students, right? Uh, and it's really, and I've seen seen her do it. It it is, and because these guys wouldn't get any tuition otherwise, right? But even then, with this free tuition. It is, it's it's virtually impossible to teach them because it's a one room flat, or two room flat, right? She's trying to teach them science. These these primary school children, right? Trying to teach them, but then there's like a family of six or seven in the house, and they're screaming all around. They're distracting, and this guy can't focus and teach and educate. He can't he can't pay any attention. Um, so I find that tuition robs children of their childhood. And it increases this disparity, gap, right? Disparity between the haves and have-nots, which is why I suspect that Singapore is actually going to clamp down on this. I believe in the next two to three years, Singapore is going to find a very smart way to regulate the industry and say maybe kids cannot receive. They probably can't ban it. I think, I think the parents will go will hit to explode because it's not China. But um, they might say no more than three hours a week. You know what they'll do, Prem? What, what they, they will do? increase the price for people with a certain, uh, I don't know, uh, housing type, 
a certain income, family income, they'll do something like that. If I don't, think, I don't think that would matter. That would matter because those yeah. people are yeah. rich. That's exactly what pay. I mean. They will do something, but it won't matter, man. Okay, and, also, but I got to point out something. Like, I think like we, uh, you know, Prem and I both talk from a perspective of, uh, you know, a childless uh perspective in that sense that we don't we don't have any children of our own hmm. um so we can't really speak in the perspective of a parent but akma you actually have children mm-hmm. uh, and what i always hear from parents who like send their kids in to tuition at yeah, primary school is just that like oh you don't understand the moment you have kids you will understand that you want the very best for them no matter what and that's always their reasoning for me um so so you know as as a father like how how do you see that like what's your perspective on that Well, uh, I'm definitely not going to send them to tuition mm. because I don't believe in it. Uh, yeah. Why? Why don't you believe in it? That's the main reason that I don't believe in it because um, like you said, like you said, okay, I don't even know if you guys know this, but there's even tuition for kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. K1. <laughs> K1. Damn. Okay. Because my, my wife is an educator for child childhood, right? So yeah. there are gigs where she can do, she doesn't do it. Lah. And mm. both of us agree we're not going to send our children to tuition. Because, um, you know, even if you send a tuition teacher to people that uh, are, are less, um, they have less income or they can't afford it, mm-hmm. like you said, it's not easy to teach them because of environmental or sometimes the kid doesn't even realize the importance of, of this education itself. So I think the important part is getting them, or I would, I would want to get my kids to value education in general. That is the important part, the value of it. It's not about how many... Like problem solves you can do or how where this noun fits in, you have to love education. They have to love to want to know more. Actually, Agma raises a very interesting and beautiful point, which is if tuition is so necessary in Singapore, does that mean that our schools are not doing a good enough job? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's there's a question to think about. Right, because But, if, if yeah, if you need tuition, people everyone feels they need tuition to to succeed and excel. Then does that mean that the schools are not doing enough? Right? And, and how do we even view the education system as parents? Yeah, you know, I I kind of think that 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 that's not really the case. Like you know, um, it, how I see is that like because of the competitive nature of parents, it's kind of like even if you know the school was good enough, even if the child was succeeding, even if the child was to score straight A's in O levels, the parents would still still send them to tuition just because they're just like yeah you know, just let them. Whatever benefits my child still, I'll just throw them into it, right? Like there is no purpose to like throw a child into to for tuition for a subject that he's scoring A's already in, but to them it's just kind of like you know oh, just you know just in case, and you know yeah. if there's something that I can throw money at to make my child do better in life, I would just do it, you know. And but and you're right, no? and I think a bit of bit of problem is that parents also have this blinders on because they they don't understand the cost. That tuition has on the child, right? Because they only see that the grade is getting better, mm. but they don't see that this is less time for the kid to spend and discover what else they might be good at, mm. or to interact with other people, or to play, mm. or to have fun, or to you know to go and discover things, go and learn robotics or math or read a book on you know Egyptian history and learn discover you like archaeology, right? Like and and Asian history, which which is what happened to me actually. That was very vivid memory. Um, like when I was a kid, I was allowed to read. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I time right. So I explored that. I went to read a lot of things, and that's the only thing I remember from my childhood. Nothing about school, nothing. But I remember reading the the most esoteric things, 
and discovering what I truly liked, right? And I had it because I had the time to do that in in primary school because um, I didn't have tuition then. You know, I remember these are things I loved, right? Um, and I, so I don't know, I don't know, but I I hear your argument as well that it is the highly competitive nature in Singapore. So okay, so let's say tuition didn't okay. Let's hypothetically say tuition didn't exist. What would happen in Singapore? Let's say Singapore ban tuition tomorrow. Okay, ban tuition, ban right tuition. Air centers closed. No tuition teachers can exist. What do you think would happen? In Singapore, you know what will happen? What? There'll be Telegram groups, right, popping out, black market tuition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna see like service in Telegram, bro. Yeah, I think if let's say you say that there's <laughs> never such a thing as tuition, okay, that's a different scenario. But if let's say you gave the parents like a taste of tuition and then suddenly you take that away, they're gonna do yeah. like virtual tuition. They're gonna find. <laughs> tuition teachers from like Canada and everything and it's gonna pay a shit ton of money just to get through that like market bro. because because ultimately it's kind of like you know like uh I don't know it's kind of a bit like gambling right you, yeah you just kind of like okay if let's say I buy if I bet on this horse um what what will give me you know more odds if, if let's say I was to pay $50 to this guy and he could tell me that okay you know today this this horse horseshoe was much better right I would pay fifty dollars to this guy every single time. Hmm. It's the same logic. I, I, I so you think, think so you think no matter what, parents are definitely gonna find a way hmm. to give the kids a boost, right? That's gonna happen yes. no matter what. Whether go finding tuition t-shirts online from overseas yeah. and all that. Um okay, which I think will happen. Hmm. So what I think I think so okay. I think we're not looking at the broader picture, right? Because when China wanted to um or when China banned tuition, right? Essentially, what they were trying to do was that they were trying to forestall their society from turning into a very rigid society where essentially everything grows and stems from the same root, which is pure textbook education, right? They wanted their kids and their future generation to broaden past that and to learn a lot of other, you know, more useful stuff than to just constantly being hindered by textbooks. I really, uh, you know, I... I you know, through through my events work, I I see a lot of people that comment on about all of this, and there was this guy from China who essentially says that like the excuse that the the party used, which was saying that like you know oh it's because of this, it's not meritocratic, right? It's not fair for for most students. It's that's not the truth. The truth is just that like the CCP was worried that like essentially they're stifling their younger generation, uh, from broadening you know, hmm. how China is because China wants to open up as a country. And I think it's, it's similar to Singapore in that if we if we look at Singapore as a whole, a lot of people are complaining about the same thing, which is that Singapore is very, you know, stiff, right? Yeah. You either get like, good grades or, yeah. you know, you get out of society. Exactly. Like if, if when, I, when I have kids, I don't intend to raise them here in Singapore because I don't believe it to be a place that rewards creative expression, um, you know, uh, gives them freedom to to form their own opinions, defend it. You know, I, if you know Singaporeans are unable or find it very difficult mm. to express themselves creatively or even hold an opinion, defend it with logic and rationality. Um, and I think a lot of it comes on a very particular education system, which is relies on a lot of much less now than before, but a lot of road memorization, you know, you know, not knowing why, but what and how, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. So you, you don't really question, you don't really 
ask the right questions here, right? You just know the right answers to everything, but you don't really know questions. And I don't intend to raise my children here, fundamentally, you know. And, and everyone here, you know, everyone here just, once you become a parent, you, 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 it's like you're joining a cult, right? You know, you end up finding the right neighborhood to join, the right preschool, you know, get into the right, you start using every kind of connection you have to get into the right, the right primary school or the tier one school, and then you keep train them up for PSLE and you get a focus on science, math, English, and you forget about the, all the other things that they're just as important. Like, you know, maybe a kid learning how to garden or, or you, you know, do some pottery or paint something is just as important, just as crucial to the development. Um, and I mean, everyone needs a foundation in science and math. I believe this, this is important, but other things are just as valuable, right? And I find our system, we don't really do this. And you're right. I think if, if that is the real reason China did it, I applaud it. I actually, I actually fully support China banning the tuition thing. I think that's mm. it's on the net, on the net, it does a lot of good for society. I don't know, Prem, uh, what do you think? Does system drive behavior or do people drive the system? Ah, you know, that is because, a, because I think in a, in, a, in, a, in a system like Singapore, uh, in yeah. a system like Singapore, um, it is the system that drives it, right? right? And I think that the people are unable to, to collectively change it unless it comes from the top. Because in Singapore, we are a top-down society. Mm, okay. Change does not. Yeah. yeah, people are just on their little little treadmill, going through the formula of success in Singapore, living their life. You know, I can't tell you the number of conversations in Singapore that I have that I just ran out the wall where everybody is just once you hit certain age and you have kids, it's just about stock market, property, school, vacuum cleaners. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, just it's just it's just like. Your, your these three things right your school for your kids um you know your job and stock market and buying a house and buying a car that's it nothing else right and i'm not sure if this is the right context that i want my children to raise up and, and, and this is not some airy fairy thing you know but because i believe it's vital for their success that they don't live up and don't grow up in this context because the the context of the future where everything can be automated robotized you know uh, 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 massage through algorithms it's going to come down creativity you know you know if some being able to think with a nimble and almost a furtive mind is what is going to determine success being able to being able to code and quote homer is going to be more vital in success than somebody just able to code and know have no understanding how this will fit into the grand scheme of things right mm. so being able to juggle multiple balls in your head is going to be the absolute vital skill that's required for success. And Singapore, unfortunately, because of its hot housing and its academic pure focus, has to break out the cycle to succeed down the road. You know, that's that's my that's my personal point of view, lah, right? I think they're trying, but drastic steps have to be taken. Yeah. And one of the cogs on the wheel that have to be broken, um, one of the spokes on the wheel, right? Is tuition, I feel fundamentally I, I do believe that. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I do feel like it, there's there's so much ingrained within our society that it's a bit difficult for it to just be, you know, just just to ban tuition and like hope that the wheel now works again. <laughs> you know, it's a bit too far fetched for that. Uh, but I do agree that ultimately our society needs to needs a reset in that idea, which is just that we shouldn't 
encourage our future generation to just like um chase after what we chase essentially like i what i'm thinking about is like okay take for example you're saying that you know at your age group the the people that are married the people that have children the people that have family their their views or like their goals are essentially reduced down to like those few right which is just earn money get the house get a car you know feed my kids and essentially what that does then is that they their goals become their their children's goals like they force whatever they want onto their children so essentially like take for example my parent like my my father in particular um whenever like he wanted me to score well in school and everything his explanation was always just to, like so that you know next time you don't have to worry about staying in a one-room flat or you know uh not having to drive a car or something like that right but that's never been my goal because i've never experienced that yet i've never reached that stage yet but this is how they view it they just view it they said they're like oh we are thinking for you 30 years in the future and so from here until 30 years old you're gonna do whatever i say just so that you can have a good life yeah i i, I mean that that brings up a memory of my parents being like you know like my parents my parents were in that context right we know what is right for you so we will choose it for you right so they they never let me do study what i wanted to study mm. right so they chose all my subjects for me mm. uh, which is why i was always very upset because they made me do triple science because they said hey you're going to be a doctor so doctors have to do triple science yeah but i hated it because i love the humanities right and i did like it was very weird like in sec two, I, I scored distinctions for all my humanities. Like I did really well with humanities, but sucked at all of my science and math and all that, right? But they made me do triple science, forced me to do it, right? You'd have to do it. No, we're not taking a no for an answer. Um, so it's same very idea. weird. Yeah, it yeah. is the same idea. Like um, I was failing so hard in, in mother tongue, in Chinese, mm. um, even though my, my entire family were like Chinese scholars. <laughs> And uh, my father, I remember my father telling me this, that like, you have to ace Chinese because one day China is going to take over and you have to be repaired. I'm like, I'm, I'm 10. You know, what the fuck? Man? Don't just buy me a device and shut the fuck up. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, I think when you guys talk about it, then I kind of realize how I react to my child. How, how I want his life to be is also mm. a result of how I was brought up, right? <clears throat> because, like I mentioned, my grades weren't perfect. Uh, my parents would get mad at me. But I realized one thing that no matter what happened, right, my mom would talk it out with me and, 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 and explain why is it important, what, what is the purpose of it. Because I remember explaining to her when I was in secondary school, I was like, Studying is, is bullshit. I told her, like, this is bullshit because the smart people, I know smart people and their grades aren't good, and these dumbass people are getting good grades. What, what, what is the measure here? And, and so I had this discussion with my mom at 13, 12 or 13, and, and she was like, at first she was like surprised because I don't think a, a, a kid asking you this, even I'm thinking like if my kid asked me this question, how would I answer? Mm. So instead of like beating me up, so on that day, she didn't do that. She just let me go to my room. And she came in after that. And I was like, I was afraid, man. She was going to beat me up again. But it, it, it didn't happen. So from then on, right, what happened was she sat me down every time. Whatever happened, 
including that case that I shared with you guys at uh, uh, in school, where uh, the stealing thing. So we always had conversations, long conversations about what we want to do, like, why do you do it? What is the meaning of this? And and I kind of figure how she's, she, because she was from a not well-to-do family, we, she was from the islands. She had to come to mainland every day and, and she explained to her how valuable studying was for her, mm. what it what it means, what what she expected to get back from from all this effort where everybody's starting to work in the factories and she's just still working and uh, she's still studying all the way until she was in junior college and everybody was making fun of her but it didn't matter so initially that was just like, uh, fuck, same story again same story again and then i realized why she was sharing me this and then she shared her aspirations what she wanted to be a writer and, and all the academic stuff so that 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 made me look at my parents in a different light mm. they they have aspirations other than just coming home from work and, and doing the normal shit. Well, I, yeah, I still get my ass whooped. That's part of her job. But after that, sit down and just talk for long hours, man. And and, and that kind of shaped how I, I approach things, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I want to go with my child. Dude, like, it's not, dude, it's not about just work and, you know, surviving. You have to figure out what you want in life and, and, it won't happen in one night. It will take many, many, and it's also about paying attention because tuition is kind of like subcon your the part where you study with your child, <laughs> someone else, right? <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. It's just Afa, I got no time for this. Someone else better than me teaching. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. I can't. Maybe I can't figure out the math problem. But you know what? Let's do it together. Let's let's figure it out. Maybe I can't answer it. Maybe look, ask your teacher about it. There's other ways to go through it, and so that's that's more. I want to. I want to get involved, man. I want to get involved with what he does, what he like my two kids are like in the future. So that's kind of the approach. I realized that's what my mom did. So then I figured out, oh fuck, that's why she comes every single time in the middle parent session. You know? So she okay. kind of gets the feedback from the teachers. Because she, she, she can't teach me maths. Yeah. She can't teach me A maths. She can't do any of that shit, but she wants to know. So a, a couple of thoughts just popped on my head, right? Like the, the first thing is the first thing I'm talk about is like as 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 and something Eugene brought up earlier is that the context of education has changed tremendously. Like, you know, like growing up, everyone, my parents used to say, degree, degree, get your degree, 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 very important, right? Without degree, can't do anything, right? You know, but nowadays when I interview people for for to work with me or anything or some of my clients and all that, degrees are important. Nobody looks at degree. Nobody cares about degree. People care about what you've done in the last two, three years, right? Uh, what's your resume? What have you done? What have you learned? You know, and it's all about constant lifelong learning and, and anything like that. So the I so and you realize that you very quickly realize when, once you start working that unless you're a specialized profession, engineer, lawyer, doctor, you know, dentist or whatever it is, right? Everything, every other school, every every degree is pretty much bullshit. Okay, uh, you know, you just come out and you learn on the job, right? So, so we firstly that that's that's one. The business of education has to be realized as well. Most degrees are worthless and useless, right? So if most degrees are worthless or useless, and that means all if all your education is is geared towards getting a degree, then most your then a lot of education is also by that definition worthless as well. In in that for that very purpose of getting yeah, a degree, yeah. right? Then you got if that if you accept that as a premise that my degree is not fundamental towards what I do for the rest of my life to make money to survive, then what am I really, what am I studying and why am I studying, right? Then that question needs to be asked and answered. Um, and secondly, th this is not related to that, but secondly, and, and this is a possible solution to tuition. And we should also solve some of the other questions. And I think 
it's it because school in Singapore is very much a one-to-one interaction if you realize in your classes your teacher talks your students sure there's 30 of you in a class but the t- teachers talking to each one of them individually they sit down and take their notes then they go to the next class the next class what I think should replace tuition and in an emphasis more towards group-based learning peer-based learning where your students teach each other in that class you know what i mean nobody's gonna be expert in some in everything somebody will know the answer to something that person may teach four or five that then that knowledge spreads towards the class right so somebody might be good at maths that teach their three four closest friends and then that teach their friends and you know so it's like people study together learn together you know and i think that community-based learning approach could facilitate social interaction could help people get through their ability to ask questions and 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 awkwardness that's very endemic in Singapore society and replace that tuition approach you know what I mean I'm sure these things happen but if it could be fit organically I'm sure these things happen but if it's facilitated in school I think it could achieve a lot of good that's what I think Okay. I mean, to be fair, what I feel is just that, like, uh, if I was to have a child now, I don't think I want to, like, enforce, like, tuition or, like, yeah, education or stuff like that. Uh, it's not that I wouldn't prioritize it, but it's more that I think the only way for them to, like, really learn is to, um, you know, put them through hardship, right? <laughs> because <laughs> ultimately... I, I, think, I think Eugene's quickly realizing that he's become his father. Yeah, so. yeah I do. <laughs> You know, when I was younger, I was just like, why, why, why are you doing this to me? And then now I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, get it now, right? you, get you it. don't got to spend money. In fact, you save money, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, okay, this is, this is one lesson that I always tell everybody, right? Like how, how my father taught me was just that I would tell him, Hey, I'm going to, I, I want to go to watch a, a, a movie with my friends. Can I have $10? And he passes me $2 and he's just like, you can earn the other $8 yourself. I'm like, what? sorry, what? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> and and it's kind of like that. So like, but but because of that, right? Like when I when I started doing like my part time work and everything, I didn't realize how comfortable it was to study. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like uh you know a lot of parents say, oh you know last time it was so difficult for me to study just to study is a blessing and everything. But most of us don't realize that. Most of us don't realize how comfortable it is to just be able to study and then go home and sleep. Mm. right but it is the truth and most of us don't realize that until we do something bigger yeah and then we're just like oh yeah shit so what i plan to do with my child is just simply to just tell them you see all these things around you like this house and everything like that it's not free (laughs) you know you're gonna have to do something about that so i i I generally personally I, i don't support tuition because i i think it's a very quick and easy manner of like ban banating over a problem, right? So, so and to summarize, Eugene, mm-hmm. you're not going to give your kids tuition mm. because you want to save that money. I'm going to give them a tuition of life. <laughs> <laughs> so you not need, because of any high-minded need... principles, because you no, no, I'm not wasting this money. <laughs> Eugene, I can't wait for your kid to come out, man. $600 a month? No, you're not worth that yet, man. <laughs> tuition in Singapore can be up to like, some tuition teachers I know charge $1,500, $1,800. In case you guys don't know, like uh, just now, Akma actually mentioned about the preschool thing, right? Yeah. Um, 
I can't remember why, but I, I saw this one, which is basically like they sort of carry you from kindergarten all the way to JC. But they promise that like once you do your I, IB papers, uh, that you're definitely going to get into the top uni. But for that 18 to 19 years, you are stuck with that school, right? And you have to pay, I think, like 3.2,000 per month just to just to just to stay in it but you go there every day like yeah. from from 10 a.m to to uh, from wherever your class ends like 1 p.m to 6 p.m you're stuck there for five hours every day you know what i realized tuition is like uh a business of insecurities man mm. just want to feed off the parents insecurities man that's what it yeah. is they no to be fair to be fair to some tuition Tuition is good, like in in a, not not say net good, but for 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 individual child who's falling behind, who's really suffering and like cannot catch up, it does help, right? But most of the time, I think it just increases the disparity uh, between the haves and have not, right? So, and you know the the situation example you just brought up, you know, what happens if the kid eighteen years later? doesn't get to school. I mean, you don't get your money back, right? Yeah. You go like, well, the fella didn't... Remember in uh, 1965, he never came for this one day to <laughs> MC? That's why I told you all, you know, well, I shit, need... Now it's insurance now, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah, so that's... It's, yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I, I feel... my. I mean, as, as you wrap up this episode, I feel that we should... I still feel that we need to look at tuition and, and I think it's, it's, it's a very complex layered question, but if you ask me a simple solution, cut band tuition, replace it with community-based learning in schools and with, and, and also our teachers need to be separated away from the admin requirements so they can just be focused only on teaching. And I think we will be a better society. Yeah. I think personally, um, I still stand by the fact that like we need to make children suffer. So that they understand uh, what comforts they are being granted all the time and how education is a blessing so that they, you know, actually learn. Uh, but to be fair, I, I do think that tuition sort of uh, an overkill most of the time. I really feel that to expand a child's mind, it sort of takes an overall approach rather than just to like streamline it and just like cram stuff into their brain all the time. Um, and, you know. I feel like this is less a, a child problem and more a parent's problem as we've pointed that out. So if I could just like say a word to like all the parents out there, it's just that like you have to know what your child really is. Like if he's really interested in the arts, then you should support that. Like just trying to cram them into math tuition every day would just kill your child's want to to look for anything in the future. Yeah, yeah, so all parents out there, don't waste your money on tuition, man. Don't waste your money on tuition. Yeah, make them suffer. Make them earn that. Movie yeah. ticket money. Look, All I right, guys, that's a wrap. Yeah. That's a wrap for us. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Cannot Make It podcast. I'm Prem. I'm Akmal. And I'm Eugene. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank See you, you guys.